Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and you have entered into the fix. Hello, welcome back. My name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy. It is so good to be here with you. I hope your week has been a good week. And uh, if you are off on the weekends, I hope you're going to roll into a weekend that is going to satisfy all of the areas that you want to have satisfied. Uh, it is good to be back. Uh, hey, as a plug, I want to remind you that uh, August 15th, uh, I will be speaking uh, at the Old Timers Meeting at the Salt Lake, um, uh, Salt Lake Alano Club in Murray, Utah. I've had the privilege of speaking there on a couple other occasions, and uh, this will be no different. It'll be a wonderful time. Look forward to uh, getting back together with the people there. It's a great meeting. I've attended it as a speaker and as an audience member, and uh, the sobriety in that room is uh, pretty impressive. So whether you're new or relatively new to the program of, uh, of recovery, you'll want to come and, and check it out and support. It's an indoor meeting, which is kind of nice to get back into uh, the insides with the social distancing and mask and everything that we need to do to protect each other. Being close to each other is also uh, a good idea as well. So August 15th, Salt Lake Alano Club, uh, 7 p.m., Hope to see you there. And if you can't be there, if you know someone in the area who could uh, uh, stand a good message on experience, strength, and hope and elevating their, uh, their desire to get well, send them that way and we'll take great, great care of them. Thank you so much for all the support uh, at recoveryguy.org. Pablo continues to inform me that we're doing well and JJ is working like a son of a gun between uh, being a programmer for Costco and going for his master's degree in uh, in some type of uh, programming, uh, 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 social media dynamics. I'm not sure what this master's degree is, but I know that Jonathan, and on top of it, he's a, he's a married man with two young children. So Jonathan is burning it at all ends, and uh, but he is faithful to get up all of our blog content to make sure that these uh, podcasts are timely to you. So between Pablo and Jonathan, we are in good hands, folks. So visit us, recoveryguy.org, sign up for the newsletter, uh, download the blogs, uh, tell a friend, let's increase our uh, downloads, let's increase our page time. So Google thinks um, we're doing great and more people can find us more readily. Uh, you can also find me at recovery underscore guy on Instagram. DM me. Let me know what's going on. Uh, Facebook, the recovery guy. Uh, check it out. See what we can do, how we can get well together. Let's do that. So today's podcast uh, is entitled Regaining Control. Ooh, and the crowd goes crazy. What do you mean control? We can't control. We're out of control. Well, yes and no. 
Uh, I do know in the doctor's opinion of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous says uh, there, there's some other things there in Roman numeral 26. It says the alcoholic, uh, as he sets the stage for this, now finds himself easily able to control his desire. We didn't have control. That's why we ended up in the rooms of AA. Same with drugs and other behaviors. But now I find myself easily able to control my desire. I was regaining control, right? Like it or not, if you don't like the word, get used to the word. Because why, if you could control something, why wouldn't you want to? Especially if it's something that's going to benefit you. Again, so for for so many of us, the notion of regaining control isn't possible because we never felt like we had control in the first place. Consequently, how can you regain something you've never had? So I completely understand that, and and if you fit into that category, then I want you to view this podcast as gaining control. If you have a problem with regaining, perfectly fine with that, but you can just retitle it in your own mind as gaining control. You know, as as so many of you know, uh, I am a walking cliche, right, and I'm for which of the many things for which I don't make any apologies for. Uh, I believe that sayings become cliches by having elements of truth or they work. I also believe that reading things as absolute truth can be at least limiting, if not dangerous. Absolute truth, for the most part, outside of things in the realm of God and a divine nature, those are certain absolutes that live there because within at least the God of my understanding, there lies perfection in the God of my belief. As a Christian, I believe in a God of perfection. Therefore, there are some absolute truths from what I understand in my spiritual approach. But after that, you know, absolute truth or absolute power corrupts absolutely. So it can be limiting, and again, if not dangerous. Now, what I've done is is view things, and if you know me a little bit, I, I'm always flipping the other side of that coin. I want to see what's on the other side or dig a little bit deeper to add some added truth. Like you've heard the adage, misery loves company, right? Okay, so misery does love company, But a deeper truth is misery loves miserable company, right? That's actually more true. Misery just doesn't love any old company. Misery loves miserable company. Or if you've heard the adage where practice makes perfect, okay, on the surface, ain't nothing wrong with that. But what if it's negative practice, right? The, the mark of insanity we find in step two, the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and other 12-step programs, is um, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity, and the definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, right? So, so we, we, we want to make sure that when we practice, it's not the practice that makes perfect, 
but it's perfect practice makes perfect. I can't just practice for the sake of practicing if I'm practicing wrong, right? So certain cliches, although they're fine as they are, right? Like misery loves company. That, that's a fine statement. Uh, practice makes perfect. On the surface, I don't. But I want to elevate. I want to take it to another degree because we're not average people, right? And, and, and for those who regaining control or not having control might not matter that much with you and me, it's life and death. So I want to dig a little deeper to see if I can add to or ele- elevate the, the, uh, the cliche. And, and, and that's what we're going to do today. Now, I saw a um, I saw a meme uh, the other day, and it was um, it was by my friend James. And let me find James real quick. I was okay. So this is a really cool cat. He's really involved in recovery. And if you're on Instagram, I think you should follow him. I really like him a lot. He's got a lot of great things to say. So it's J C P. So James, J is in James, C is in Charlie, P is in Paul, the the numbers 83 recovery. So JCP 83 recovery. Go check him out on Instagram. Tell him tell him I said hi and uh, and you'll like his content. The cat is st- straight away. But I saw a meme the 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 other and it was a cliche and I've come across it before. I just happened to be reminded of it with J- with James. And and the cliche is There are only two days in the year where nothing can be done. Those days are yesterday and tomorrow. Have you heard that before? Or there are only two days I can't control. Uh, There's yesterday and there's tomorrow. You know, maybe you have had heard this cliche before. Maybe not. Maybe you've heard it and you said it. And again, it's not that it's unreasonable because it seems very reasonable on the surface and for the most part, it's true. Now, this can be especially true for those of us involved in a 12-step program where we live one day at a time. And it is for this very reason, you know, because we're told to stay in the now. It's for this very reason I want to challenge you to elevate your thinking and let you know I have found a way to have the best of both worlds, right? If if there's a way to have your cake and eat it too, why not find it, right? Not that I'm a big cake guy, uh, but you get it, right? Good donut every now and then. But if you can have, we can have it all. That's what's beautiful about recovery. And we really don't have to minimize, rationalize, or deny. I think what I'm about to share with you on regaining control and and dismissing that I can't control yesterday and tomorrow because I'm going to elevate the statement. I'm going to I'm going to regain control. So again, I can I can stay in the the now or the day while at least having a major say, if not outright control, what yesterday and tomorrow look like. 
and I'm I'm going to share something with you that I have loved. This is one of the most brilliantly composed writing I have ever read. Maybe you've heard of it before. It's called the, the Sanskrit poem by the Kalidasa. The Sanskrit poem. And a number, number of months ago, I chatted on this. But I want to do it in this context. And, and the Sanskrit poem in, in, in question, in observation here, it is simply titled, Look to This Day. Look to This Day. And raise your hand if you've heard that before. Okay, I see one, two, I see five hands out there. So that's good enough for now. <laughs> so here, here is the poem. I'm going to read it and then we'll just discuss it for a few minutes. So look to this day for it is life the very life of life. In its brief course lie all the verities and realities of your existence. The bliss of growth, the glory of action, the splendor of achievement are but experiences of time. For every yesterday is but a dream and tomorrow is only a vision, and today, well-lived, makes yesterday a dream of happiness, and every tomorrow a vision of hope. Look well, therefore, to this day. Such is the salutation to the ever-new dawn. Have you heard that before? If you could see the grin on my face right now, and I can't even tell you how many times I've read that. And it's fresh, it's alive, it's new because it speaks right to the very core of what I want. You know, when, when you live an out-of-control life where we're so externally stimulated and motivated, and we are like Mr. Toad's wild ride. We're, we're screaming to get off. And we can't. We're just barreling out of control. And the fact that I found the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous to this day baffles me. And humbles me. Because over 34 years later, I have this life that I, I can't even describe. A little bit earlier, I was messaging my daughter Kathleen from Las Vegas, which to some of you is like, what's the big deal? She's your daughter. Why wouldn't you message her? Well, many of you know that she was my oldest daughter that I walked out on back at the height of my addiction. And the fact that we have this moment where we're fine. We love, we laugh, we share together. Laura and I are going to go to Las Vegas um, next weekend to spend a couple days with, um, with Evan and Austin and see John and Kathleen and our daughter Carol. And what a great joy that is. But we look to this day 
and such is the salutation to the ever new dawn. Doesn't that poem do something for you? For it is life, the very life of life. Going down the glory of action, the splendor of achievement. We are, (laughs) chapter six is into action. In the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, when it talks about experience of time, we have that now. And yesterday is but a dream. And tomorrow is only a vision. Here we go, though. It doesn't say but today well lived because that would be disregarding the previous statement. And as an addition, today well lived. See, that's where I can gain my control. That's where I can gain my control because it says here, now if you want to go argue with the Sanskrit pon and the Kalidasa, knock yourself out. You know, good luck with that wisdom. So it says that yesterday is a dream. What I what do I want yesterday to be? I want my yesterday to be a dream of happiness. And I want my tomorrow to be a vision of hope. And I love what John Maxwell said, if there's hope in the future, there's power in the present. So just by my looking toward tomorrow with hope means I have power today. Power to do what? To look welfare to this day. Look well, therefore, to this day. And when I'm looking, the, the, the implication there is I'm acting upon what I'm seeing. So, Overall, what is it that I draw from this beautiful poem that gives me the notion that I can control the outcome of yesterday and even tomorrow? Now, I can't go back and control yesterday that would have had to have been done yesterday because now I'm in today. Does that make sense? You know, I, I love what Slow Will, my sponsor, told me years ago. He said, you know, Bobby, if you clear away the wreckage of your present, it won't become the wreckage of your past. And what a, what a great notion of, of making sure that my house is in order today. And essentially, he was saying the same thing. I want to be able to reflect. Yesterday was a fantastic day. Laura and I went up to Park City. We slept in after staying up till 1.30 in the morning watching Perry Mason on HBO. Great show, by the way. And and we went to Park City. Then we took the dog for a run. We had an enjoyable time in the afternoon. We cooked some salmon and some vegetables. And then we watched a little bit more TV last night. Yesterday was fantastic. You know, I mean, it's yesterday, but when we were doing it, it was today. And and then I get to today, and Sunday is now yesterday. Do you, do you understand the connection? Do you understand how that was a dream of happiness? Was yesterday? And And now I'm faced with the same thing. I'm faced with today to do the best I can with today 
because when I get to tomorrow, it will be today. And, and when I get there, I want it to be like today is. Because yesterday, Sunday wasn't yesterday, Saturday was yesterday, and today was tomorrow. Does that make sense? They, they, they all connect. Of course it makes sense. And that is the magic of the day in managing expectations. That is what gives me the notion that I can control the outcome of yesterday and even tomorrow. I'm going to let you sort this out. Now, I've been finding higher levels of this for for some time now, and my control has increased with my faith. I believe that how I want to view my days are based on my action and those I do control. By extension of me and my control of of how I live today, it opens the door for me having a say in my yesterdays and even my tomorrows. Now, there's always going to be extenuating circumstances, things that come into my life. But isn't that the exception? I hope that's not the rule. I hope that that you have at least as much control in your life that you don't live by the seat of your pants, that the, that the exception doesn't control you or you're not taken off guard by not being in reality. But I have a say in my yesterday and I have a say in my tomorrow. And I can even go to the degree of controlling the majority of how each one is viewed because I took care of yesterday while it was today. And now that yesterday actually is yesterday, I'm focusing on today, one day at a time, to become the best possible version of me today so that when I get to tomorrow, I will be happy to know that I had a say in what it was like and how I lived. And I hope you have found the same thing. I hope you have not found this too far-fetched and like it's some crazy notion or idea. I like to think that I'm a common sense person, but this is my thinking. I want to elevate. I want to go deeper. I want to know that I have control over the things that I've been put in charge of. You know, ultimately, God, my higher power, has all the control of my life, but he's given me wisdom to act in truth. It's not some osmosis thing. It's based in action. I'm going to read this one more time. You know, find out what it means to you. Go Google it if you don't have it before. Print it. I've got a copy of it. It sits on my desk, and I love to refer to it. Look to this day, Sanskrit poem by the Kalidasa. Look to this day, for it is life, the very life of life. 
In its brief course lie all the verities and realities of your existence. The bliss of growth, the glory of action, the splendor of achievement are but experiences of time. For yesterday is but a dream and tomorrow is only a vision. And today, well lived, makes yesterday a dream of happiness and every tomorrow a vision of hope. Look well, therefore, to this day. Such is the salutation of the ever new dawn. Thank you so much for joining us today. I do appreciate everything that you do. I appreciate who you are. Go to recoveryguide.org for all of your Recovery Guy content. Check me out on the, the Recovery Guy on Facebook. Go check me out on recovery underscore guy on Instagram. And as always, we get, we get sick apart, but we get well together. My name is Robert, and I am the Recovery Guy.